Hey guys, on this episode of Where Do We Start, we discuss working with customers who have type D personalities versus those who are a little more type A, um, wanting every single detail, uh, every bit laid out for them, and the most efficient and kind and customer service forward ways to communicate with our clients depending on their personality type. This is Where Do We Start? Where do we where 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 do where 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 do where 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 do where do we start? So listen, if a friend of yours or somebody you knew, an acquaintance you knew, asked you for a hundred bucks, I know what you listen. I know what you're going to say. Sorry, go through the thing, and then I have a thought on this. By the way, go ahead because I have an opinion on this example. Okay, well, I, I would like to hear that yes. after I say it. But I, yeah. I, I like, if I'm going to hand over $100 out of my pocket to somebody, I would like to know that they're trustworthy and somebody that I feel like I'm going to get my money back from them at some point. Right. And so how do I know this about that person? Well, if I have a long-term relationship with them, you know, you and me, Kyle, if, if you asked me for 100 bucks, I'd be like, here you go, bud, because I've yeah. known you long enough. I trust you. I know your integrity as a human. I would feel comfortable. RJ, same thing. I would feel comfortable with that. Thanks. <laughs> RJ, if you could talk a little less, thank you. Oh yeah, no problem. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm able to put it in my. <laughs> so, I, I, um, I, so anybody that has money, we're going to be cautious about who we're going to hand it over to. If some stranger came up to me, or somebody I just met recently. I may not have the same uh, feeling of giving them that hundred dollars and think I'm going to get it back. Right. So, no different when somebody's handing over three hundred thousand dollars as a lender. They don't know you. So all they have to go by is what they can find in that information that we're providing them, right? Showing the supporting information that you have a job that's stable or income that's stable. I say jobs because that's common, the most common thing, right? Sure. But some people get royalties like yourself, right? For sure. your music industry. Right. Royalties are not consistent, but there's there's a income that comes in that we can count sure. if it's stable. Or Social Security or alimony Social or whatever. Security, alimony, child support. If we can prove the stability and that it's going to be ongoing, we're projected to be ongoing for at least a minimum of three years, you can start utilizing that kind of income, right? If somebody comes to me and they don't have that, I have no way to prove to the investor that you can pay it back. Yeah. So we can't give somebody a loan like that. So what do I suggest? Get a job that we can prove that you have an income that's stable, and once you have that and you've had it long enough, we can use that. Okay, here's... I, I like that it's such an easy analogy to understand that it doesn't take too many mental gymnastics to get that. I, that's what I like about it. Here's what I don't like about it and why I haven't used it. Sometimes, it's just a personal thing maybe, it strikes me as mommy and daddy have a lemonade stand and they give you 25 cents to start your lemonade. Like It feels a little condescending, even though we're the specialists and people don't know this shit unless we tell them. I get that, but it's very hard. And a, a, another factor is that it, the subtext of that whole thing is I don't trust you. Now, I know you're saying the lender has only has to go off of verifying documentation like yeah. because of the sheer quantity of mortgages and loans that they're giving out i understand that but in the moment it it all comes out as todd you the loan officer whoever's talking i don't trust you i need you to prove it so when you say what if you asked me for a thousand dollars you know you don't know me it puts them in the you are a potential 
danger, criminal, crook. <laughs> like that's the subtext that I feel. But well, I don't that's know. not good. That's I, not what I want people to feel. Well, maybe they don't. Maybe I'm just like a maniac who you know, I don't know overanalyzes everything. Well, like, how does it strike you? Might have you? some reasons for what that. You, but, you know? right. How about you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, how does that strike you? If somebody were to say, if you were like. Because a, a lot of times this is in response to a client getting a little frustrated at what they need to provide. What, seriously? Why do I need to provide my divorce decree? Like, for real? Right. And then it normally leads into this conversation of, what if you asked me for $200,000? Yeah. Which Todd normally takes and I yes. don't. What do you feel about that? Um. You know, obviously, just asking a random person or, you know, even a lender, right, to give you $200,000 for a house, it's... You have to expect them to want something from you, you know? I feel like sometimes it may feel like, oh, they keep asking me for more documents. Now they need this as well. And it might seem overwhelming, but it's helping us to get you that loan that you want. You want the house. You want the money. Right. So, I mean, I think it's always funny when people try to decide for you what you need. Right. Um, you know, like it's we're the ones with the money. We're the ones who want to feel comfortable. This is going to make us feel comfortable. So why not not just you know make right. me happy right. to make you happy? Sure. Um, you Do, know, it doesn't it doesn't hit you in any particular way when you hear it though. Like emotionally, you don't you don't feel like so we're, we're talking. I guess what you mean like if they're asking me if all of a sudden someone was like, hey, like would would you trust me giving you a hundred dollars? Or if you were to tell one of your clients and and you were to say if you would you feel comfortable using that analogy to explain to them? Um, I mean, I guess it would be the relationship that I have with that person as sure. well, right? Um, and, you know, maybe also if the person's, a, you know, more fight back on it, I guess, than another, you know, somebody right, who's more right, right. willing to, probably not, you know what I mean? Right. Obviously, you're, you're always trying to dance that line of, okay, yeah, sure. how do I... Because we don't know yeah. this person either, you know, what's going to strike them to be willing to work with me right. or not. Depending um, on I think that's a good point the the, that he brought up, though, Kyle. I don't use that analogy willy-nilly, by the way. I think it's a feel uh, as I'm in the conversation over time sure. that I've developed some sort of rapport with this client and, and got them to trust me a little bit, right? right? Right. Once they start to build a little bit of trust, I, I want to be able to find a way to, so they understand the why. Not, not, right. I don't want to just say, because I, I said so. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm the kind of person I want to know why. So I feel I'm trying to give them the reason, the whys behind right. why we might need something. We're trying to help you. Yeah, yeah. and and this is why. Right, because we have right. to convince Mr. Investor over there, who's the billionaire, to give you some money, and this is what yeah. they're looking for. That separation is so important. Yeah, the investor. It's not us. It's not, not our us. money. I wish I us. had yeah. that kind of money to give away, but I don't. Yeah. Um. So who, who's a what is it, type D personality maybe as somebody that you would not do that with? Correct. Somebody who's like, give me the facts, yeah. leave me alone. Yeah, I mean, you really got to feel out your audience, but, but right? But this of. would have to be a type D person who said, seriously, man, you need the last 90 days of my business statements? Yeah. Like, really? 90? Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Like... Those are the kind of people who yeah, say, you yeah, want, yeah, 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 I want to get you a loan. You want, would you like me to help you with that? <laughs> right. <laughs> if you do, you need to give me the documents. Right. I'm a little more direct with them because that's they what go, they want. They I mean, there, there are loans out there, <laughs> types of loans that you can get that you may not need that type of information to be given, sure, but they're sure. going to cost you more. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. Yeah, that's another way to so, put it. Exactly, yeah. 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 That's there a great, are, actually, yeah. good point, Artie, right? Good so point. some of yeah. these D, D personalities yeah. who are very strong in their stance and like, how dare you ask me for this, you know, well, wait a minute, how do you ask me for $300,000, right? Right. Yeah, um, right. So 
you're right. You can point them in a different direction. Okay, we can get you in a different type of loan program. Yeah, it's going to be 8% interest rate for that one. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, yeah, they don't ask yeah. for as much. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Right. And that's, just to clarify for anyone who will end up listening to this, that's not a punishment. That's no. a that's a brokered loan. <laughs> so there are different. Uh, we don't make more off of those. Loans. Oh no, no. We actually make less. Uh, so, right, you know, right, right. Exactly, so. exactly. It's all about risk assessment. It's a risk. It's, it's so a risk. And, and of course, if you do, uh, you know, like a bank statement only loan, that's a greater risk than a full doc. So there traditional. Are, there are investors out there willing to give out loans, riskier loans to clientele with a higher premium because it's riskier. So they're going to look at different factors. Right. Right. The normal loans that most consumers are going to look at and most of the ones that we're going to deal with are it's pretty straightforward. We're going to sell them to the secondary market, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac typically, and then it gets sold to more uh, Wall Street as mortgage-backed securities, right? Right. So there are these outside-the-box type investors out there. There's all kinds of investors out there in the world, right, that are willing to take risks for a return. Right. And, it, and the rates you're going to pay are going to be all based on that risk assessment. Right. Right. As an investor. Yeah. I'm going to get a higher return on my investment if I take a bigger risk. Right. Yep. Where Do We Start is a podcast produced by Todd Cook, Kyle Richter, and Ronald Labeef. You can reach us at supremedanielson.com and reach out to any of us if you have questions about getting qualified for a mortgage or refinance. Thanks for listening.